Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Jack Monty, and uh, over the computer is Owen McCabe. This is our first time recording uh, Not Together. How is it down in North Carolina, Owen? Uh, it's pretty warm. I mean, the beach is nice. The uh, waves have been pretty cool today. Uh, in the past couple of weeks, they've actually been pretty, uh, there have been some nice swells out. Uh, the tide's been kicking. Uh, and it's just been warm. It's been really warm. I'm enjoying the beach. There's a lot of people down here that uh, there are from all over the country. There's people from Ohio. I've seen people from Arkansas, uh, Nebraska. It, it's insane how many people travel from all over the place just to come to this small surf town in, in North Carolina. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you live in a vacation spot now, so that's pretty nice. So I'm glad you're having fun down there. But now into our uh, now into our podcast. So today, uh, what's on the schedule is uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, XXX, the rapper that recently just died. And we're also going to talk about big alcohol companies and uh, their role in government. So Owen, you want to start talking about that? So yes. Yeah, so uh, June 18th, last Monday, most of you know, uh, X was shot outside of a motorsport company in his home town of Deerdale, Florida. Most people have been sad about this. They've been mourning. They've been uh, sending their thoughts and prayers to the family. They've been opening up on Twitter about how he's, or Instagram or social media in general, about how he's helped them through their lives and their struggle. And it's really just been a beautiful thing to see how he's done so much positive stuff for society. But then again, there's also been an an opposite side to that. There's been a negative. Uh, people have been focusing on the uh, crimes he's committed, this negative stuff in his life, the mistakes he's made, and it's really put a damper on the whole situation. So we're going to be here kind of talking, uh, playing both sides a little bit and trying to uh, see where each side's coming from and understand that. Yeah, so I saw this one tweet on uh, Twitter and it said, imagine feeling sorry for a man who tried to kill multiple people and brutalize pregnant women for fun all caps, LMFAO, you bitches would feel sorry for Hitler if he had a rap career at this point. And that, that was talking about X and all the problems that he had in his life. And I mean, I, I, that, that's understandable. I mean, he committed a lot of crimes and he probably wasn't the best person. But in his life, I mean, he battled depression his entire life. And he was trying to uh, kind of make his life better as uh, his days kind of came to their end. And he didn't know that he was going to die. So he was trying to make himself better because he thought he was going to live on and he wanted his life to be better. But, I mean, people are saying stuff like that, and, I mean, it makes sense, but, I mean, the first thing you have to think about is it's death. Death is not a good thing to anybody. I don't care if you're the best person. I don't care if you're the worst person. You shouldn't be happy about anybody dying. And, two, I mean, again, are you really a bad person if you're trying to make your life better? And I think that's the biggest question. There's another thing that uh, Martin Luther King and a number of great men in society have made mistakes in their past and have used that mistakes or those mistakes to drive them to do good, to drive them to have a positive influence on society. And so no one focuses on those mistakes. And that's what I I wish people would do with X because not only has he helped me through a lot of stuff, but uh, he's helped so many people through a lot of stuff. And I think that's an extremely good thing. And he will forever live on and be remembered for that. But then again, there are the people who will bring up the negative side, as I'm sure, um, with a lot of people who could be considered as great as Martin Luther King, Albert Einstein. or And I think, um, like, what, what he was saying about uh, Martin Luther King making a lot of mistakes, I mean, he was arrested several times for domestic violence issues. Um, Martin Sheen, another person, he was always, he was out there fighting. He was against the Vietnam War. Uh, 
he was fighting, but he got arrested, I think, like, 72 times for domestic violence. Uh, Muhammad Ali is another person that got arrested because he was just fighting against the system. And obviously, I mean, these people did lesser crimes than uh, X. We can all be sure about that. I mean, uh, doing something to your pregnant wife or your pregnant girlfriend, that that's kind of, that's a very, very bad crime. And, I mean, again, that's why you can't really consider him the best person. But, again, all these people have something in common. They were all, their entire life was, they were fighting against oppression. They were fighting against, I mean, the world was against them. They, they, they. It wasn't given to them like most of us were given. And the person that tweeted what I said before, I mean, if you look at her profile, she's just a regular, like, sorority white girl at a, at a, a mainly white college, liberal college. So really, what oppression has she seen in her entire life? What she saw was just what the media told her. And that that's a problem. Another great example of a great person who has made mistakes is Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, in his early childhood, he was convicted of uh, assault. He would throw rocks at black kids. He would chase them around. There's one report that I'm reading right now that says in June of 1996, or 1986, excuse me, uh, Wahlberg and two friends chased after three after African-American children while yelling, kill the N-word, kill the N-word, and throwing rocks at them, which that's a terrible thing to do. But he, if you've done any research not even research but know anything about mark Wahlberg. once he became uh, an actor and he was in the eyes of people and realized that he had he had an influence over the public and over society he went back and changed that he's tried to go to every single one of those people who were victimized by one of his crimes and he's gotten them to forgive him he's went up to apologize to them he he's asked them to forgive him so he can move on with his life and he can move past his personal problems and have a positive effect on society and so everyone and and really be a role model and show the people who follow him and look up to him how to be a good person yeah that's true i mean i mean i got a question here and i'm not trying to be controversial or anything but i mean do you think that he was do you think Mark Wahlberg's crimes are lesser known because of where he's from and who he is? Uh, like, I mean, he's from a primarily white area, oh, and I mean, he, I mean, he's a high school dropout. But do you think that that makes his crimes like less known? Oh, definitely, and and I feel like it's all, it's all biased. It's all in the news. It's all what's being reported on, and the fact that X was a SoundCloud rapper and he was from a, uh, a, a lesser wealthy uh, neighborhood and a lesser yeah, wealthy, more poor, uh, more poor. Uh, and he wasn't really as he wasn't yeah he wasn't really at, he wasn't as privileged as Mark Wahlberg or say someone else who is in the same getting the same getting into the same kind of trouble so the media would report on X's faults more than they would on Mark Wahlberg's and based on the fact that Mark Wahlberg's is a face that's going on movies that's going on television I'm sure directors and a bunch of people probably have paid to make sure that that stuff hasn't gotten out or managers or something like that yeah, I, I, I agree with that one. I just, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can say about X, but at the end of the day, like, it, it's a death. I mean, you have to feel bad for it, even if you hate him, even if you liked him. I mean, there, it's somebody dying. You can't feel happy about them. There's got to be some remorse there. You know, to kind of dabble in our favorite subject of uh, conspiracy theories, have you read about the uh, Drake ordering the hit on X conspiracy theory? I have, and I don't buy it. <laughs> why not dude it's i mean 
he's i mean the thing is like a person that writes a conspiracy theory while i do like to read them i mean they usually you find the story and you uh no you find the proof and then through the proof you find the story but a person that makes conspiracy theory they make the story and then they find proof to back it up and that's why it's not believable that is very true in a to give it uh, an opposite backup so not everyone's believing this and going around saying, oh, Drake killed X. But um, I feel like I've heard from a very a pretty reliable source who's in the music industry and in uh, marketing and stuff like that. And uh, they think that Drake or someone in Drake's team or his fans or something like that uh, is kind of trying to hype him up a little bit, create a stir, get his name out there, even though Drake doesn't really need that because he's Drake. But um, he's just because he's dropping Scorpion in the next week, and so they're kind of getting that hype up before the album. But uh, uh, let me read this conspiracy theory and uh, get it out there just so uh, we get some entertainment and uh, people can listen to it and take their own opinions from it. About four months ago, X posted on his Instagram story, if anyone kills me, it was Champagne Poppy. I'm snitching right now. Shortly after, everything was deleted and his account was hacked. X found out about Drake's son, and Drake threatened to kill him if he told anyone. After Drake posted his God's Plan video, everyone said he was copying X's helping hand challenge, and that really pissed him off. Uh, Both rappers said their past was behind them, and that they didn't have beef. X told Pusha T about Drake's son, which Drake didn't want to happen, because clearly Pusha T went out and told everyone, so someone's a bit of a motor mouth he didn't know Pusha was going to make a song about it too and in drake's look alive he says you won't be expecting shit when capo goes to slide said i put that shit behind us but i lied and in drake's most recent song i'm upset he says sms possibly standing for send my shooters to triple x or xxx and that's the only time i shoot below the neck and the shot that killed x was in the chest i mean again that's that's very interesting to think about and i mean the way that it's written i mean that seems completely correct but again they found their story and then they found evidence to back up their story they didn't use the proof to then find their story oh exactly and that's why this is a conspiracy theory and it's not a actual investigation because it's something that was really used for entertainment. Someone was like, hey, these things are a coincidence. If we put them together, there could be something here. But it's really just for entertainment. Yeah, but, I mean, to close it off with X, I mean, again, it's a very sad thing, and we we send our condolences. uh, We're very sorry for anybody that was uh, near to him, dear to him, anybody that ever felt anything through his music. But on to our next topic. Uh, Owen, you want to talk about uh, yeah, our next topic, we're going to talk about the alcohol industry and maybe dabble in a little bit of the cigarette industry. We're going to talk about how they're involved with the government, possibly, or not possibly, they are, and how they have an effect on American society. Uh, yeah, so the other uh, couple, maybe a week or two ago, I was, uh, me and my mom were watching a documentary, like a, like a 20 for 20, 60 minutes, something like that. And they were talking about hazing in colleges and all this alcohol poison that goes on. And there were so many people that were like, I don't know, dying of alcohol poisoning or they were falling asleep in their puke never to wake up again. And I mean, it's crazy that something that has that many destructive properties is illegal. It is not, no, it is legal. 
And I mean, you see marijuana and there's never been an overdose. There's never been anything that's happened bad because of that. And that's legal. Like, that's illegal. The pot really, from what I've gathered on it, it was really, it was because it was a Mexican import that was making really a lot of money. They were scared of it. The government was like, we don't want our Americans buying it. It was something about like the government and the Mexican government were beefing at the time. And uh, it was just a high expense import and so America just banned it and it never came off that uh, list but recently clearly it's changed in some certain states but uh, the alcohol and tobacco really that our country was built on alcohol and tobacco really with all of the plantations and all of the alcohol uh, breweries and stuff like that and throughout the centuries in America alcohol has been used to sit down after a long days of work and kind of relax and uh, take your mind off the day and it really is doing more harm now that people are or at least we're seeing the results and we're seeing the reports of the harm it's doing to us and we're seeing that more people are abusing it that what we thought and the harmful effects of that and it really needs to be addressed in some type of way at least in my opinion but i don't think it needs to be addressed by the government you said you don't think it should be addressed by the government i don't think it should be addressed by the government i think it should be addressed in another way here's the i mean i guess i understand what you're saying but government makes 5.6 billion dollars from alcohol each year and it's one of the most destructive drugs that we have out there. There have been more overdoses, there have been more deaths, there have been more life-changing incidents because of this drug. And I'm not saying that I'm against it, I'm just giving you a fact. But with that being said, I mean, the reason that it's legal and there aren't many, um, there aren't many laws against it, I mean, except for the age, is because of the government making this much money and they're getting paid off by uh, alcohol companies. I mean, in, in and with cigarette companies too which is another bad thing uh in new york it costs 15 dollars to get a pack and in pennsylvania it costs like seven or eight so that just shows how many taxes the government can put on a pack of cigarettes so they can make a bunch of money and that's messed up and the only reason it's legal is because the government can make that much money off of it and they don't they don't care about the american people's welfare they just care about the fact that they can make more money on it and that's sad that it is extremely sad and uh, with the alcohol, when I say that it should be or should not be addressed by the government, I mean like by putting laws and stuff like that. They need to address it within themselves, and they need to be like they need to kind of check themselves in a way and realize that they're taking a huge amount of money for something that's really bad. But I mean, they're not going to do it. They're probably never even going to consider it because it's all about the money and the power. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of sad, again, because, I mean, marijuana, there really isn't much, there's not many bad things about it, but that's illegal because the government hasn't made as much money off of it as they have with alcohol and cigarettes. Even though, I mean, that's going to change in the years upcoming. Which, I mean, it just leads you to think, like, why was it illegal in the past? And you said the whole thing about Mexico, but, I mean, there's definitely more to it. I mean, maybe there was a company back then that they crossed the government and the government was like, you know what, we're never going to want to, we don't want you to make money, so we're going to ban your trade. But think about like the black market, how much money they must make. They probably make more than $5.6 billion a year off of illegal substances. Oh yeah, definitely. And I'm looking at it, according to the Denver Post, Colorado had made, the Colorado government had made 
just over $1.5 billion in sales of medical and recreational marijuana in seven in 2017. That's a staggering amount of money. And that's that's one state. That, exactly. That's one state of people who are buying something that has not done harm before. And or at least we don't have the research to say that it is harmful because like when when cigarettes first came out, there really wasn't those studies researching it to showing that it was harmful. And yeah, I'm sure there are studies for cannabis to see if it is harmful or marijuana and stuff like that. But it's not out yet. So people believe it's uh, harmful. And there are there is tests and uh, proof that the CBD in the marijuana is beneficial to your body and really does help. But uh, we're kind of getting off topic here. I mean, I don't even know what more there is to say about it other than, I mean, the government's very corrupt with alcohol and cigarettes, the fact that they can do so much damage, but they don't care. They neglect the American people just to collect some money. I think that's that's all you can really say about it. Yeah, it just goes to show what they re- what their mind is really set on. Exactly. And it's not the American people. It's the money they're making. Exactly. And even though the money isn't worth anything, that's what they care about. And that's all they will care about. All right. Well, thank you very much, guys, for watching. Uh, we've gotten through our topics, and I thought those were pretty good topics. Don't you, Owen? I, I think it was pretty interesting topics. I enjoyed talking about them. I think people can really connect and understand and uh, learn something from it. Yeah, I, but with that being said, uh, there's actually something very interesting. Owen and I, with this podcast, Schmack Talk, we've gotten on uh, several podcast apps. One of them is Stitcher. Uh, one of them is Pocket Cast. Uh, we're trying to get on iTunes, and we're trying to get on the Google Play Store. So that's very exciting. We're already on two of them, and the other two should be getting back to us within this week. So please check us out on there. Uh, on those apps, you can actually download them onto your phone. You can download them on the computer, so you can listen to them anytime without cellular, which is very exciting, and we're very proud to say about that. Also, I have some necklaces that I can make. Just hit me up. Uh, they're very easy to make, and you can give me any uh, brand that you want, and I can make one for you. So please hit me up. But uh, yeah bottle cap next that's pretty sick start of our merchandise let's go thank you so much for listening my name is owen mccabe and that's jack monty and we'll see you next time on schmack talk